Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. So my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded All in your mind, yeah, now deep-throated This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded The disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated And they know it, we speak the truth so they quote it Cause we wrote it, the north, south, the east coast It's the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing It ain't no stopping And once the beat drops in Violins, the system is so corrupt They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us the GB don't get it twisted, on code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys, reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help there you navigate is. through this crazy, wild, beautiful world. I guess today, insane. Gary Wade, the founder of MWDBE Academy. And exactly tell people, man, what it is that you do. Man, that's a good question, Willie D. Hey, we teach we teach our people how to get involved in the process. You know, and when I say the process, that means all this public money that's floating around. You know, we need to uh we need to know about it. So right. at the MWDBE Training Academy, that's what we specialize in. Right. How what walk me through the steps. I'm a I'm a aspiring entrepreneur. I guess I'm an entrepreneur. I'm putting up the money. I got my money. I got my DBA or whatever, the regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I want to get some of these government contracts, man, because I know that's what a pot of gold is. Mm-hmm. How do I get in? What's my first step? What do I need to know? Well, Willie D, when people ask me that question, the first thing you need to know is how am I trained to know what I know? So I have a saying that I use a lot. If you knew better, you do better. And so being an expiring entrepreneur in, in business go along with a lot of know-how as to how you're going to be involved in whatever you're trying to do. So with this public money, the first thing most people think is you got to be certified. Hmm. Certified. Certified. Well, certified what? If it's certified minority, we came to the world certified black <laughs> So why we need to be certified 
I don't get it, but that's a part of the program, so let's jump through that hoop. Most importantly, what we do at the MWDBE Training Academy is we teach you how not to just be certified, but how to be qualified, because uh-huh. qualification is the key to being involved in the process. So I have to be certified. <laughs> you know, will the yes and no. Again, I just told you, if you look in the mirror, you're already black. So, so you certify a minority right there. Do I need a license? No, you don't need a license. Do just business. depending on what type of business you're in. If you're a lawyer, you need law license. If well, you're I'm, a I'm talking about some type of license to do business with, with the city no, or, or the government. No, no, You just need a NACE code. Okay, what is that? A NACE code describes what type of business you're in. Okay. So if you are a plumber, then you have a specific NACE code for plumbers. If you're an electrician, same thing. If you are a radio star, if you're an entertainer, whatever you do, you need a NACE code. And at the MWDBE Training Academy, what we do is we teach you how to go and specifically pick a NACE code that best fit what you do. Let me ask a question. Go ahead. Is it a lot of money in 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 in, in this type of uh, uh, funding from? Very from good, the- very good question, Brad. In America, uh-huh. we spend. Roughly five trillion dollars annually. That's the American budget. Three trillion mandatory spending. The other two discretionary. And here's what I want y'all to think about. In America, it's about thirteen percent African Americans. We pay taxes on everything like everybody else. Oh. So it seems like to me that thirteen percent of that five trillion dollars need to we figure out how to get back. To our neighborhood. To our neighborhood yeah. Now, the rules and regulations say it do, but we have to teach ourselves how to get it back. Okay. And it has to start with leadership. See, the people that we elect to represent us should know this stuff. Mm. And 99.999% of them don't know. And I'm not talking about something I heard. I'm talking about when I talk to them. For sure. Very few of them really understand the most important rule and regs when it comes down to minority participation, and that's 49 CFR Part 26. It speaks clearly on how minorities should be involved in the process. I'm so glad you came, and I appreciate you coming out, man, because, you know, in, in the communities that we grew up in, we we, we thinking about, you know, basketball. We're thinking about uh, football, you know, and sports to get money. We're thinking about uh, uh, rapping to get money. We, 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 we're thinking about hustling to get money. And for you to sit here and, and tell us that it's it's another way to get money and it's another way to get a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. It, 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 it is a beautiful thing, bro, because we 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 have no idea in the neighborhood, in our communities. You know what I mean? Well, your odds, our odds are actually better doing it his way. If you want to really come up and get rich. You, if you really want to come you up. you want to be rich. Rich. The, the odds, the odds, your odds are uh, uh, greater to go the route that he's going as a businessman. Oh no, he rich. Or a business woman. He's rich, bro. Yeah. He's rich. He don't, he's not gonna never tell you that, but the man rich. No, yeah. I'm never gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never gonna say that. Rich in spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm rich in knowledge. Yeah. And, you, and I'm here to share it. You, you spoke Perfect. about us having 13, uh, needing 13% since we represent 13%. At the minimum, we should get 13% of the budget, right? So how much are we currently getting? Less than one. That's cold-blooded. You so, dirty so, so, mother... You so, 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 I want you to think about this. <laughs> I want you to think about this. If the three of us went in business okay. and you put in 13% and you put in 13%, uh-huh. 
Don't you want to at least get 13% back of the profits? Right. Do you know a better investment than the U.S. government? No. Not a one. That's cool, man. That's a good so one. So now, get it right there. listen, guys, the money is there and it's written in the language. But I want you to think about this, Willie D. I'm y'all big brother. Okay. And our daddy gave me $1,000 and said, Gary, I want you to break bread with both of your little brothers evenly. So that means I need to give you 3300 and give you 3300 But I give you 2500 since you're the big brother. I give him 1100 since he's the little brother. He don't know no better. So I keep the rest. So now when daddy show up and you said, daddy, thank you for that $2,500, daddy going to say, how much he gave you? 2500 I shouted you out of 800 I shouted him out of 1200 Who I got a problem with? But uh, see, I'm going to need that uh, out of that 1000 I'm gonna need that, uh, you know, thirty. You're gonna you need said, the rest of your you money. You said that ten, ten thousand. Ten thousand, yeah. So out of that ten thousand, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need the rest of my money. Thirty three hundred, thirty three dollars and thirty three cents. But, but, but Willie, here's the problem. See, you did not know how much you're supposed to get because I just gave it to you. But I know Daddy told me to break bread. Three ways. But I was eavesdropping. I heard daddy say that. Well, you still obviously didn't hear (laughs) it because you couldn't count. (laughs) Because if you count, you'd ask for your 33, 33, 33. Right, right. The point is, the federal government send rules and regulations down with the money. Mm. And they say, here's what to do with the money. But if you don't know what to do with the money, how you going to know how to ask for them? Uh Right. You know, where we grew up at in the hood, if I owe you $100 and you come to me and say, gee, give me my $100 and I give you 10 and you burn off and leave the 90, I ain't going to throw you down on the ground and put the 90 in your pocket. I'm going to keep it. And that's what's been happening to us. The money has been coming to us, but we don't know how to ask for it. So do we have to ask the federal government or do we have to ask the local or so, state? You know what? Let me tell you something. And I, I don't like to throw nobody under the bus. I really don't. But we need to because well, it's, it's a let me problem. Say this. I live I, here in Houston, Texas. And I know y'all follow the news. Just recently, our mayor, Mayor Turner, and our county judge, Mayor uh, Judge Hidalgo, just wrote a letter to HUD Mm. telling HUD that the Texas uh, government, Abbott, would not give the money to the city of Houston that came for Harvey. Mm. It went through the GLO. So what happens what is, is the GLO, the Texas General Land Office. So what happened mm-hmm. is the money came down from the feds, okay, to the state. Y'all know the money for Harvey was earmarked for Houston, but instead of Abbott sending the money to Houston, he ran it through the Texas General Land Office. Well, isn't that illegal? It ain't illegal. It's unethical. So what Sylvester and and Judge Hidalgo did was wrote a letter to Hood and say, hey. They ain't giving us the money. And so a couple of days later, the story changed. Now the money is coming to Houston. Here's my point. We as African-Americans need to write the government and tell them that they ain't giving us our money. But other than that, we need to be able to go to our elected officials and explain it to them. Well, they already know. I just said 99.9999% of them don't know. They have no clue. Absolutely no clue. And I'm not going on something somebody told me I'm going on interviews. And let me tell y'all something. I've only met one elected official in this town that understand that, and that is Senator Boris Miles. The mm. rest of them don't have a clue and ain't trying to hear it. And I'm sorry to say that. Where it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And so 
it is incumbent on us to jack up our elected officials and say, hey, we need to be more involved in the process, but the way you're going to be able to hold them accountable is you have to know the rules. Man, how do these people even get in office, man? They remind man. me of police officers who don't know the law. They're, they're law enforcement agents, <laughs> and they don't know the law. I mean, you Popularity. Often, oftentimes Popularity. you have common that. citizens explaining to them what the law is, and they're like, well, I didn't know that. Well, oh, yeah. And it, it, you know, again, again, I don't like to throw people under the bus, but you got you to gotta tell the truth. Tell mm. the truth, shame the devil. Mm. You know, our elected officials in this marketplace, not just Houston, but all around the country, don't understand this lane. They just don't. And instead of them allowing somebody who's been trained in this, I've been doing this for a decade every single day. Mm. I know the rules and regulations pretty damn good. I challenge any lawyer, anybody in this area. And I will be able to hold my own on conversation all the way up to the White House. The key is this. Here's what I know. The Office of Management and Budget annually sends out the budget to all the states. In those documents, it clearly states that disadvantaged business enterprises or minorities or MWDBEs or whatever you want to call them should get a piece of the pie, mm. a fair piece. But if you don't know how big a piece you're supposed to get, if they give you something, you just to take it. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a group of people just happy to get a little something when they should get more. Well, that comes from not used to getting anything. Absolutely. You get a little bit, you know, feel like you it's progress. Well, another <laughs> thing that's happening in our community, guys, we got a lot of so-called African-American elites that they doing all right. Gatekeepers. Yeah. Yes, they doing all right, but they don't want to make sure the people do right. right. So one of the reasons I started the MWDBE Training Academy because to be able to reach, you got to teach. And mm. so that's what we do. We teach people how to recognize and understand when it's riff and when it's raff. Right. I saw that on the website. It said, although we cater to all, our focus is to reach those in the black communities who have been left out of the process for so long. We are a real community of individuals and entities who learn and train together through live online sessions. MWDBE Training Academy trains regular people in the simple and effective discipline of understanding and engaging in various sources of public funding. I like that, man. Public funding. Give me that money, man. Where that money at, man? How you get to that money? Where did How do we get to that money, man? Where did The way you get to the money is read. Hmm. Okay. Listen. I just read. Listen. President Biden. <laughs> Biden just did a $2 trillion budget for Corona okay. recently. In them two trillion dollars, I guarantee you there's some minority participation. Yeah. Now, off the top of your head, get to thinking at least thirteen percent of that. Right. At least thirteen. So thirteen percent. Let's see, ten percent of two trillion is what two hundred billion dollars. We should oh. be able to get two hundred billion dollars coming to our community without any questions asked because we pay taxes. Thirteen percent. Like thirteen percent. For 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 minority, you you know it's it's a big um it's it's a shitty mess in my opinion because you got to think of how many people you know fit in the minority. You got to so, think you got to think about 
Brad, that's a very no, good question. That's a very good question. I think when he said 13%, he was talking about black I'm talking folks. about straight black. But here's yeah. the thing. Okay, black. Just black, straight, straight. Black, black. African American. Not, not, yeah. not Hispanic. Not Hispanic. Not Asian. Not, not, not Middle Eastern. And not women. None not white women. None of that. None okay. That. So now. Good. Here's the, that straight here's the law. Out for me. Thank here's you. the law. The law says we're talking roughly 10% DBE. That stands for Disadvantaged Business Enterprise. Okay. Now. A DBE is everybody, including Becky with the good hair. Hmm. And I guarantee you, if you look at disparity study after disparity study after disparity study all over the United States of America, Becky with the good hair is walking away with roughly 9% of the so-called 10. Hmm. So the other 1% is split among the other See, this is how they stiff us time and time again, bro, with this minority shit. It's time out for that, bro. We need, we got, we black people in this country have a specific set of problems and we need those problems Address. specifically addressed. Yes. Right. For us and us only, just like, black. Just, just like other groups go out and say, we got a specific set of problems and we need help with this or that. Black. We need a help with black with, with what we got going on. Black specifically, let's kill this minority shit, man, because ain't nobody else riding for us. Or take us out ain't the minority No, no, no hold on, hold on. Serious, bro. Look, look, yeah, exactly. Take us out because we, yeah, you want to do do minority? Have, have at it. Have that. But we need to have our own shit period, exactly. bro, because we, get, we, get, we, get, we keep getting left behind so, because we, you know, they, they get to throw these titles around and when they say minorities, okay, that means y'all. So, 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 you know, so, so where they, let me, let me we give you. We get the 1% let me, out of the 13. Let me, let me give you some so, education. They so-called allocated. See, all this stuff came back in 1964 with the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Go ahead. And when that went down, they wasn't talking about all them other ethnicities. In fact, remember walking across the Ed, uh, Edmund Pettus Bridge in Alabama? I didn't see no white women. I didn't mm. see no Hispanics. Mm. I didn't see none of them getting bitten by dogs and whipped mm. by ropes. I saw black people. Now, God damn. the 1964 Civil Rights Act, everybody know Dr. Martin Luther King. He was advocating on the behalf of African Americans. Mm. Now, since 64 or thereabout up to now, Becky with the good hair, and her group have figured out a way to manipulate and manipulate and manipulate. They done got up in there so they much that they take it. Yeah. So what has to happen, in my opinion, is somebody got to draw a line, like Willie D just said, and say, time out, Becky. You are not disadvantaged. Mm. You are not unprivileged. You are a white woman. You privileged. You part I don't of give the a damn how you. Yes. yes, you part of the privilege. But they done figured out how to rather dazzle. Yeah. And they done got up in there, and they taking the biggest part of it. Now, again, I'm not prejudiced. I'm not against no race, no nationality, but Neither fair is fair. But that's not fair. That's not fair. And then you got 13% that covers the whole United States of African Americans, correct? Or, correct. That's yeah, everywhere. That, 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 that's that's a, everywhere. That's a fucking penny, so, bro. So if I had to fix it, here's how. Here's what I would do. And I'm already working on this. And I'm on it, too. I have, I have designed and putting a bill together to call... The BARS Act, B-A-R Act, Black America Reforming. And what they need to do, if they really want to pack fair, they talking about all this reparation and stuff, damn with that. Remember that five trillion dollar no, budget I, I told you about? I want that man. shit too. No, 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 hold on. Oh, I'm finna give you one better than that. Hold on. Well, raise the bar then. You okay, I'm about bars, to raise the right? bar. You know that five trillion dollars that I told you about? Yep. Yeah. 
So instead of giving us some reparation, why don't you take that budget, that annual budget, and break us off 10% every year? That's $500 billion. That's fucking right. Uh, now, hold on. Go ahead. You don't have to give it to nobody individually. No. Why don't you establish banks and all this other stuff like you do and put it in there every month and now send that money to black banks all around the country, okay? Mm-hmm. And in those communities, those black banks know which African-American business is qualified to get loans. So in other words, when you go try to borrow money and go to Bank America, if you're African-American, chances are you wasting your time. Because they're going to tell you to do all the paperwork and all that, but no, they ain't going to lend you a quarter. Dig it. They already know that. If you had that money coming into a fund where African-Americans was over the board, did all the stuff like all other businesses do, then that would change. In other words, that money come directly to us, unfeathered, nobody tell us what to do with it. We lend it to ourselves. And the only reason why we can't come up, man, in, 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 in this society right now is because these banks, uh, 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 Morgan Stanley, Chase, uh, 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 Bank of America, Wells Fargo, they refuse to loan black businesses money. And if they yeah, do, they if they do, it's sky high. And, and if they do, then the interest rates are sky but, but, high. So, so listen, Brad, I have this conversation with people all the time. If you put 13% into the economy, why you need to borrow something? That's my damn money anyway. I don't need to borrow nothing. I just need you to give me that back with some interest. Right. So well, 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 well going back to the point that you made about you know, establishing, you know, uh funds and stuff with the banks and having black people having access. That's cool. But I want to check too straight to my motherfucking pocket. That'll work. Man, it's gonna I come to you, it, I'm sorry, man. I know. Man, what I don't you cursing a long time, bro. I just get pissed off. They want to give rep. They, they got reparations for every damn body on the, in the universe except black people. And we know, so, and we know the only reason why they, they haven't done it is because they're intimidated by black people absolutely. and they fear black people and they hate on black people. And, and hate, and hate is the biggest one. Absolutely. Just straight up hate. That's why they burned down uh, Tulsa, right. hating jealous asses. Right. That's what that was about. Man, I'm, man, I'm, I'm, for man, nothing. I'm hot now, man. So, 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 I'm hot. The, I've Cut been the hot. check, sucker. I've been, I've been hot. I've been hot. Cut I've been check. hot. But we have to do one or two things. We got to get our elected officials to do different. But now, I want you to think about this. And I'm not going to call no names. Y'all can figure them out. We got some elected officials that look like us been in Congress for 20 plus years. Ain't done nothing. Nothing. So hold on. How in the hell do you think, how in the hell do you think that somebody been in Congress for 20 years, 25 years, going to go tell Mitch McConnell to do something that he ain't been able to do in 20 years? So here's my, my fix. Let's get some new people in there who ain't trying to hear what Mitch talking about. Because we so easy right now, guys, to get along. I heard uh, 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 Congressman Cly- uh, Clyburn say something about, well, let's work on, uh, 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 what's that, immunity, a qualified immunity. How the hell are you going to work on that? That need to be the first thing on the break list. Break that down to me. What does that mean? Qualified him. immunity. What does that mean? Yeah, that's the issue with the George Floyd bill. They want to take that out to allow the police to be able to do what they oh, have hell they no. want to they do. That's what allows the police to get away with murder. murder. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not a good thing. Yeah, no. yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that mean that that need to be the first thing come out the tape. For real. 
But listen, we and we talking about George Floyd. All we all know, George Floyd, our homeboy, no right doubt. here in Houston. George no Floyd, really. our homeboy. What's up? Here's the problem. The problem is, we moan for George Floyd and his family. Yes. But we need our money too. For sure. So we believe in police reform, but now we need to figure out economic reform. And let me tell you something. Economic White reform. folk would love for us to talk about George Floyd and take our mind off the money. But we need mm -hmm. to keep our mind on the money. Because I guarantee you, finances changes a whole lot of things. A whole lot yeah. of things. Well, you know, it's, it's important that you also mention that there are black people out there that want us to take our mind off the money because they're scared. They, exactly. they scared because Massa going to say something. You better stop exactly. that. You better exactly. stop that game. Exactly. You better stop exactly. talking like that. Exactly. And let me tell you something, Willie. Yeah, Willie, Willie, I challenge back. I challenge them all the time. You're going to get out here with that up north talking. All the time. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? Up north talking. I am damned if you do and damned if you don't. Here's my attitude. You done took all my money anyway, so what I got no to be shit. quiet for? Yeah, you might well fight now. Let me tell you something. I make more money raising more hell than most people do with what Willie D say. Let me tell you, you know what my job is? I cuss out white folks, then they write me a check. What's, what's, uh, no, no, explain that. No, no. Well, is, let me explain it to you. What is the purpose of cussing out white folks? Well, you cuss them out because, number one, you remember I told you that money is allocated for me? Yeah. And you ain't trying to give it to me. So I got to cuss you out to get my money and explain to you. Then after okay. I cuss you out, then you see, oh, you're right. Right, man, check. Well, okay, why so you... you cussing with a purpose. Yes. Like pardon with a purpose. Yes, you cussing exactly. with a purpose. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I when I say curse him out, I don't mean physically speak. I just have to speak kind of bad to him. But here's one thing that I found out about business people. If you show them the business, they'll be more apt to do it. But how you going to show them the business if you don't know the business? That's the purpose right. of the MWDBE training academy. Why, why, why can't why Why? Why is it? Why has, hasn't we been effective in showing America the business when it comes to black people uh, getting some a, p a real piece of this American pie? It's like they obviously don't see that if black people a, a win for black people is a win for society for American society. You dig? If, a, if black people, it, 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 the same thing as it would be for any other ethnic group. Any a win for Hispanics is a win for American society. A win for white people is a win for American society. A win for whoever that lives in this country who shares this space that we share. If everybody is winning, if everybody is getting getting ha has the same amount of action, then you don't have all of this chaos that you have. I do believe a lot of this chaos is because of the uh, inequities that we have in this country. So Willie, <clears throat> since time. The opposition want to see us broke since time. Absolutely. So I've thought about this a lot. And here's what I came up with. They killed Dr. Martin Luther King. Right? Mm -hmm. They killed John and Robert Kennedy. Mm -hmm. Right? And scared the rest of the freedom fighters off. The only one that stayed true to the game, God bless his soul, was John Lewis. The rest of them went to the pulpit and started preaching. Mm -hmm. Farrakhan. Yeah. Farrakhan, Stokely Carmichael, you know, uh, Benjamin Chavis. You know, there's some other ones out there. Right. Been but I mean, I mean, just know. straight raising uh, hair. Raising, well, they fear, yeah. they fear Farrakhan. Yeah. Yeah. They fear Farrakhan. They should. Yeah, ab absolutely. Because Farrakhan, truth trumps power all day long. 
Truth trumps power. And see, when brothers bring truth, they're not ready. Even people in our community that I know that's so-called powerful, when I talk to them, truth makes them humble because they don't know how to deal with me because I have no problem in telling the truth. Mm. And one of the reasons I don't have a problem telling them the truth is because I understand the rules and regulations on how to survive and provide for myself. Let me tell y'all something. When I begin to read and understand these contracts, when they clearly say that there's a piece of the pie for me, I, I need to get mine. Now, if you don't give it to me, give it to somebody that look like me, but you're going to give it to somebody. And what needs to happen is more of us need to know. So again, with the MWDBE Training Academy, that's what we do. We teach you how to really understand the rules and regulations of the game, any game. If you're playing basketball and you travel, they're going <laughs> to turn over. If you step out of bounds, turn over. So what we got to do is we got to learn how to hit the shot. We got to learn how to play the game. We got to learn how to pass. Yeah. We got to learn how to set picks. Everybody mm -hmm. set picks for their organization and their groups other than us because we all want to be one-on-one -on -one and individual and I'll do the next. But what really kill us is we got these people in our community who, quote, unquote, is power players and what they're doing is playing us mm. because they two or three friends can make money. And I challenge that all the time. I'm a firm believer by watering others, I automatically water myself. The God I serve teaches me how to help people. When you help people, you get a blessing. See, so, that's what those gatekeepers are afraid of. That's why they're afraid of you. They're not necessarily afraid of you because you tell the truth. Because if you told the truth in private, just between you and them, they wouldn't have any problem with right. that. The fact is, is that you're reaching and teaching. Yeah, you're you're educating yeah. and with that truth. That. Yeah. And that's what they're afraid of. Well, I already know. And guess what? They're going to be scared of me for a long time. You're I'm a change keep, keep. agent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 24-7-365. All the way up the ladder. Yeah. You know, again, like I said, man, I live in Houston. I love Houston. This is my town. There's no uh, better city in America to live. I'm disappointed in my leadership. Mm. I really am. You know, uh, particularly with Mayor Turner. You know, one thing that I hear a lot is uh, Mayor Turner won't do stuff for African-Americans because he worried about what the police going to do. Well, you ain't got to do wrong to build your people up. And you ain't got to do wrong for the police to do something dirty. Yeah, exactly. They're going to do something anyway. They're going to do something anyway. Absolutely. So you might as well ride. So don't let that be the reason. <laughs> don't let that be the reason. We elected you to be the mayor so you can help our community. Right. You know, you, our community, you know, there need to be enough black millionaires in this town. This town don't have enough African-American millionaires. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What is the purpose of being in control of the money and you're black and you're not making sure that black people get their fair share of that money? What is the purpose of being in that position? Now, I'm asking all you city of city and state officials out there because I know you're listening. And if you're not listening, you, 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 you should you, be listening. You should be listening. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So so I want to know, you know, like what 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 good do you do? You, do you serve us? I mean, what do you do? What are you there for? Like, other than to be a gatekeeper, right? And a photo op. A photo, a photo op. I heard, I heard um, Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, say some um, some profound words, man. He says, uh, I am not the president for black America. I'm the president for the United States of America. You know, and as much as I love Barack, that statement right there kind of blew me a little bit. You know what? First first and foremost, it was unnecessary. What's understood ain't got to be said. You see what I'm saying? And and so it's certain things. It's like it's, it's like if if I know something about you that that that's that's a private situation. Just because it's the truth, and just because I know it, don't mean I gotta say it. You dig what I'm saying? I gotta consider. I gotta consider, you know, who, you know, how it affects you, how it makes you feel, and and you've never heard it in your entire life, even though we all know this to be true. We know these truths to be evident. So, so that, hold, hold on, let me make ahead. this point: that we know that 
all of these presidents that America has had has been the president for white people. But they never said that. They right. never said, no, I'm not, I'm not just here to be the president for white people. You know I'm what I'm saying? Exactly. Because they know how those white people going to feel when he say, say, I'm not just here to be the president for white people. But but him being black and him going through the the the, the same um, scrutiny as a black man that we all have, I would figure that he had he would have a different outlook on on, on the way he ran, you know, so, his presidency. So so Brad, Willie, <laughs> I want y'all to think about something. I want you to really get in some thought. Who cares about our community rising? Who really care? Only us. Only me. Only yeah. you. Only, only me. you gonna have to be the ultimate person to really care whether your community rise. And then you gotta take that information and that knowledge and share it with other communities. See, when you become the leader of the free world, mm. Mm. You supposed to do what the hell you want to do, Don Trump. Mm. Trump did what the hell he wanted to do, and he didn't care about whatever other people think. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not saying be overboard or too extreme, but you can't tell me if you're the leader of the free world that you can't do more than what you say you're doing. And that's okay. across the board. Listen to me, guys. We got a lot of people that look like us in major cities mayors yeah. in high places. Okay. No some of them got a lot, like some of them uh, like state reps with big gums, a lot of gum, gum in their mouth. Gum. Yeah, you seen that thing, man? Gum what is stuff. that? Is that a horse? Let me, let me, yeah, let me, let me yeah, tell yeah. y'all something else, what man. That, what, that, what, is that? what is that? We'll research it. Got to. We'll research. What is his name? Uh, Tom Scott? Uncle Tom Scott? Or Uncle Tim Scott? Timmy. Oh, Tim Scott. Yeah, uh, Uncle Tom. Yeah, he Tom was, Scott. Timmy Scott. Oh, Timmy. Yeah, it's Uncle Tom. <laughs> so, guys, you know, again, we got, you know, it's got to change. It and, it, and it's got to change now. But we got to change our leadership. Again, I'm not throwing rocks at nobody, but I want y'all to think. Name me some strong African-American leaders in this country. Yeah. Name I, name me some. I, I I can name a few, but I won't. But I won't do that at, at the risk of uh, you know, alienating anybody because I, I we do have some out there. Well, but 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 that but you're right though. It's a, it's a shortage. It's a shortage. <laughs> uh, trust like, me, like it's a shortage. Huh? Name one. Maxine Waters. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Boris Miles too. Yeah, um, we can. I can name a few. That's what I'm just but saying, across can, the board, yeah. but across yeah, the board, it's, 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 across yeah, can, the board, yeah. Across yeah. the board. It's not bad, bro. I don't, it's so I got another question for y'all. How can you help me make a million if you ain't never had one? My mama taught me the only way you're going to make a million dollars is you got to hang with people that's got a million or more. Yeah, but a lot of those cats, they got millions, bro. And like a, lot a lot of them of, don't. Yeah, a whole lot of them do, though. I think more of them, the, the higher up you go, they got they they got money. They got that paper. You know, I'll be willing to make you a bet with a D that it's on the short end. Think so? I don't think so. I know so. You think oh, Mitch right. McConnell got a, you got a, you think Mitch McConnell, oh, no, I think Mitch McConnell don't look yeah, like us. Different. We talking about, oh, yeah, we yeah. talking about the ones that look that like just, us. He talking about the, what about Al Green? Yeah, all right. He might got a buck. 
Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. But, but see, it, Brad, it ain't a really about how much you can give for yourself. It's more about how much you can give for others. Because and the word teaches you man. is when you water others, you automatically water yourself. You but automatically. See, one, one, one of the reasons why, I, this is pure speculation. One of the reasons that I believe that a lot of black, so say leaders, or per se leaders, are not millionaires is because if you are taking a job that pays 30000 a year or 100000 a year, whatever it is, and it takes up so much of your time like most of these jobs do, these, these public servant jobs do, then uh, if you want to become a millionaire, then you have to do something that- uh, that Can make you some money. That, yeah, you got to do something. And um, well, it all the, depends on the job, you know. Well, well, the thing is, you got to do something, right? Now, if you take some money, like a lot of these dudes do, a lot of them yep. take money. You know, that's right here. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of these guys take money. Yeah. The problem is for black people that might want to play the game is that they're gonna get caught. Right. Because they are watching before they ever get in office, they're watching them with hawk eyes. They watching every little move you make. Mm -hmm. They're checking out your campaign, you know, your con campaign contributions, how that money is allocated. Mm -hmm. They looking, they sniffing, they go everywhere. And the moment you do anything, you out of here, bro. You can't. You <laughs> black black politicians can't play the same game that white politicians t uh, uh, play. When it comes to taking that money, well, the, one of the main things that we teach at the MWDBE tra training academy the very first day is no cheating. You don't have to cheat to win. If you know the rules, you're going to win. Period. Because the way the rules are designed, they are designed for us to win. Huh. But if you don't follow the rules, you're going to lose. Listen, I don't care if you're the mayor, the president. I don't give a damn who you are. Okay? Listen, 2015, Barack Obama signed the FAST Act, F-A-S-T. And in that act, it clearly states that 10% of the funds spent in the transportation department should be expended to the disadvantaged business enterprise community. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, the problem is disadvantaged business enterprise community is including Becky with the good hair. So that's who getting the biggest part of the 10%. And Becky with the good hair, her, her husband owns probably, another business. Probably. You know, probably. I, I want to straighten something out so, real fast yeah. before we go any further. All Beckys don't have good hair, but that's the Becky with the good hair you talking about. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, that's just a metaphor. I know, I know, I'm not missing Becky with the good hair <laughs> could be Anybody who's cheating. Okay. All right. Because mm. chances are Becky with the good hair do not perform a commercially useful function. And that's a term that everybody needs to know. Go ahead. Elaborate okay. on that. Performing a commercially useful function is what we talked about, about a NACE code. What's your, what's your trade? What do you do? What's your trade? I make music. Absolutely. You know it, been in it all your life. I am. Right? Now, 
how I look like going to get a music contract when I'm a pipe man, but I'm rather dazzle enough now. I got the music contract to do this big show for the government, and I can't do nothing. But guess who I'm going to go to? Brad. Yep. Said, Brad, I got a contract. Well, what you doing with a contract in the first damn place? You ain't in the music business, but I knew how to rather dazzle to get the contract because I knew I could go to you and give and you some peanuts. Yes. Out. We got to stop that. Come on. We got to stop that. Come so on. a lot of our black leaders is in the mix, in the way. Get out the way. You in the people way. And so what we teach at the MWDBE Training Academy is understanding your NACE code. Because if you know your NACE code and you know my NACE code, when you see me with a music contract, G-Way, what you doing in this line, baby? You need to go get in the pipeline. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane lane because you're in the way. Now, how you going to come up if I'm in your lane? It's hard. Especially if I know Lottie Dottie and everybody. Mm. So for you to know the difference, you need to be taught. Mm. Now, I'm not saying this to the opposition. I'm speaking even in our community. Let me tell y'all something which is embarrassing. I live here in Houston, Texas. With the MWDBE Training Academy, it's absolutely positively free. The brothers and sisters in Texas won't even take the time to register. I go anywhere in the country. You was in the class. I got a room full of sisters from Alabama, Georgia, Florida, North and South Carolina. want this information. And until we want the information to win, we always going to lose. Because this is what we're going to say. Well, they keep getting the deal to the same old people. Or I ain't certified what I'm going to do. Until we learn to understand how to play the game. Come on, y'all been in the music business. Y'all know the music game. Know the game. So you got to know the game. You got to know the game. And it's for me to teach my young brothers and sisters the game. Mm. That's my job. That's my calling. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who it offend. I can't tell you how many of my friends or my associates hate I'm saying these words. Mm. But if you go and look at me, I've been on the White House steps. I've been at the courthouse. I'm going to speak truth to power no matter where I'm at. It doesn't matter. I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it because I want to see my community grow. Because I feel like Willie do feel. We need our fair share. Yeah, huge. Yeah, why are you shortchanging us? If any minority group paid the way here, we done paid the way 50 times over. For Look, real. the Koreans just got a bill passed in, what, two months? The Koreans? Something like that. Yeah. The, uh, Asian. 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 Yeah. Asian, Asian, I'm sorry. Asian two months. Yeah. For real. And we've been trying to get this anti-lynching act put in effect forever. Man, I'm just trying to get an anti-black, uh, some type of anti-black act. Yes, it's an anti-black So we need, so, so what we need, brothers, in my opinion, is we just need new leadership. I just think the leaders that we have is outdated and stale. They too, Tim. And the opposition, been hearing them talk to them for 25 years and ain't done nothing. So- yeah. So you, you, you're right, but at the at the same time, I just want to add that it's important that we understand that we can't wait on leadership, right? Because some people feel like, well, since we ain't got nobody leaders, I'm just gonna wait till it happens. In the meantime, you gotta get you up, gotta and, push, young brother. Yeah, you gotta push, man. You gotta get up and, and make it happen for yourself, no matter what. Because I'm gonna tell you something, you know, like it don't matter who's in the White House for me. It don't That's matter right. who's the mayor. Right. It don't matter who's the governor. It don't matter who the senator is, whatever. Don't matter. Willie D gonna always get his. I'm gonna always come up. I'm gonna always find a way. 
My kids going to always have it. Ain't no man alive. No man made a woman can stop me, period. And anything a man can do to me, I can do to him. So I fear it's nothing for real. And I'm so it it doesn't matter if a Democrat or Republican gets in office. Look, man, at the end of the day, it's really about who you like, you know, who you who you can stand to look at and listen to for four to eight years, because all I'm playing for the same team. When the when the when the Republicans decide that they want to uh, engage in voter suppression and your president say, well, you know, we we're trying our best to stop them. We're doing our best. Listen, fam, you wonder why. The Democrats appear to be so weak. Mm. Why do they appear to be so weak? That is because they benefit when the Republicans be, uh, appear to be so strong. They still, no matter wh- how it goes, at the end of the day, they both sides are going to benefit. The Democrats benefit from the Republicans' side. Anytime the Republicans, whatever they do, the Democrats benefit just like from the, from the insurgents uh, on the 6th of January. Mm-hmm. The Democrats benefited from that because a lot of Democrats hold those same values as mm-hmm. those people that rush the Capitol does. A lot of Democrats hold out those same values. So, 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 Willie. Absolutely. Willie and Brad. I want y'all to check this out. Look at our leadership across the country. Look at our leaders. And I'm talking about African-American leaders. Most of them came from Harvard and all these Ivy League schools, all these so-called quote-unquote good schools. So they friendly. They friendly. We need some brothers who... Indoctrinated. Yes. We need Mm. a mix of brothers who ain't quite so friendly. Like Bobby Rush out of Chicago. We Mm. need some radical brothers that'll tell the friendly brothers, holy player, we just too friendly. Yeah. So here's my take. But the friendly, but the friendly dudes got the churches, and the churches got the voters. Well, that's right. But guess what? People in the church, or at least my <laughs> church, <laughs> we know bull from the real. Mm-hmm. And again, if you look at our scope of our leaders, that's significant. All of them, Harvard and all these other schools, which ain't got no rough edge. We need a little rough edge. So here's how I look at it: in America. If you black, you either Toby or Kunta. Ain't no in between. Boy. You either Toby or Kunta. So who are you? Hmm. Ain't no ain't no in between. Ain't no other name. Toby boy or Kunta. And till we establish and understand that, because a lot of brothers try to act like they Kunta. But you know you Toby. Mm. Be Toby. It's okay. You don't have to get around us and be Kunta. Be Kunta all the time. So now do you worry about what happens to your little pocketbook because you around, quote, unquote, the elite and you Toby? Wrong answer. And that's what the problem is. We need more stronger brothers, period. Yeah, I think you got Period. I think you got Toby, Kunta. And Stephen A. Smith. Come on, Willie. Now everything was going cool. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> How's Steve A. Smith getting? Exactly. You know, same way that 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 Candace Owens got in, bro. You know, all that all that buck dancing and yeah. And, well, that's that's and, that's and, that's and, Toby. And, and no, 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 no. Because yeah. keep in mind, you know, Toby 
Toby had it's, it's Toby had Kunta Kente deep down inside of him. He, yeah. you know, he, he still was Kunta Kente because keep in mind, Toby continued even when they chopped his foot. He continued to try to run. He yeah. continued to make a break. He Toby was never they Toby was never satisfied with being a slave. He never he never accepted that. He never right. to the day he died. He never accepted that. Right. So you know, I you know I, I gotta. Well, it's just again, that's my that's my opinion, and everybody different. But again, you know, Willie D, I don't know how old you are, but I'd be willing to say, 54. okay, I got a dime on you. Thank God Almighty. And guess what? I done seen some things. You know, I'm at, I'm at that age, guys, where I seen how it used to be versus how it is now. Okay. And let me tell you something. Our young brothers and sisters coming up now, they don't remember all that old crazy stuff. The millenniums ain't trying to hear that. They don't understand. What you mean they did that to me? They don't know nothing about what happened a long time ago, and that's what we need. We need some people who don't care about that. What used to happen, what had happened. See, if you sell that to me and sell it to me year after year after year uh, after year after year, yeah. I buy into that. These new kids coming up, they ain't never heard of that. Man, I don't want to hear that. So it's a component on us. Mm. It's on us, the elderly, the real ones, to teach them how to stand strong. Well, not not the elderly, the elders. Elderly. El the the elders. elders. Elders, yes, the elders. elders. The elders. Oh, yeah, elders. The elders. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. The elders. He's an elder. Yeah, he's an elder, yeah. man. Yeah. I love my age. Let me tell y'all something. I didn't start growing up until about 20 years ago. Right, I was a little yeah. boy up until then. Oh, but boy, if you knew better, you'd do better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm remade. I'm a whole different man now. And what I realized that I didn't realize before was it was all about me. Now it's about what I can do for other people. Which is a much better life. That's where your value comes in. I want to feel good. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can go anywhere in this country and wherever I go, guess what? They're going to lay out the welcome mat. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed. Cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. 
You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do me a solid. Take um, take a little time and 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 just tell the listeners what all you've done in your career as as the pipe man. Oh my God, we want me started. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> that, that's what's interesting to know. Well, um, probably I don't know, thirty years ago, maybe thirty, maybe more than that. I uh. I was living in Los Angeles playing professional baseball. And uh, the guy that I played for, he owned a supply company that sold tools, shop supplies, and safety equipment. And in the off season, I would go and sell products for his company and made three times more money than I was making playing baseball. What team was this? San Diego Padres, farm club. Anyway, um, what I realized about playing in somebody's organization is that you just a piece of the organization, mm-hmm. and you do whatever you have to do to get what you need to get. And so I realized early on that to be able to make it in life, you got to do your own thing. So... I cut a deal with the company I worked for to move back to Houston and start a supply company, which I did, and I did real well. And I gave a brother a job. And the first thing he brought to the line item was pipe. Mm. And the rest been history. And that was back in 84. What What are some notable jobs that... Oh, my God, that, man. Then supplied pipe to the Lasting Pipeline. Right here in Houston recently in the last year or so, we supplied uh, four miles of 96-inch pipe to the, uh, uh, what's the name of the job? Right here in, in uh, it'll come to me in a minute. But we've done project uh, stuff like on 288. You know, we do major projects. 288 is a, a, a highway here in Houston, a freeway here in Houston. and um, Mr. Wade laid the rebar up under that particular freeway. And I know that 
paid a gazillion dollars, but yeah, God is good. <laughs> God is good. You know, I think I think what happens in life is uh you don't count it, you don't you don't count it in dollars, you count it in how you can help people. We hired a lot of people, we get a lot of people jobs. One yeah. of the things that I'm big on, man, is paying taxes back into community, hiring people that look like us. Why can't we be employers other than having to always go work for Mr. Toby? You know. One of the things about tax dollars that you spend, we put the tax dollars in, and the best thing I like to do is keep putting it back in. How you gonna keep winning if you don't keep putting it back in? Right. You know. Exactly. And, and and until our leaders understand that that's what it's about, we're always going to end up in last place. We got to we got to get new leadership, guys. We got to we got to change the leadership. Just that simple. You and know, that's, that's why that's why it's so important for us to vote. A lot of people think that voting, you know, local does not affect us in our National, community. It absolutely it does. does. It do big it time. It really does, bro. It big time. Even more so than voting for a I'm president. Telling you, I'm telling you, man, we need we need leaders locally that understand what's going on in our community. You know? Big time. Yeah, we do. That's why, again, like I said, man, listen, anybody know me know I support Boris Miles to the hill because I personally see what Boris do for our community. Not what somebody tell me. Oh, no, he's I a know. fighter. He's a squabbler. He fights for the people, big time for the people. And his love ain't about how much he can get. It's about how much he can help other people. Yeah. And you know? I know that about Boris also. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I know very few politicians that I could say that about. And I know quite a few of them. Now, I'm not saying I don't like what they're doing. Everybody got their own issues that they like to work on. And I get that part. But again, we need more than turkeys for Thanksgiving, a bicycles for the kids for Christmas. You know, we need some contracts. We need some opportunities in our community. So action. We need some real stuff. I always kind of feel a certain way about that annual thing that, you know, the giving out turkeys just for Thanksgiving, you know, like, you know, that's one meal out of 364 days out of the year, you know, and that's... That's a that's a lot of uh, absent meals, you know. Like, you know, I don't. The whole thing would just, you know, just is being charitable is good. I think it's good to have a a a, a day that commemorates that, you know, kind of like like uh, prompts people to action. That's kind of yeah. cool, you know. what I'm saying reminds people, hey, this is giving giving whatever. But uh, we do need the type of programs that that are reoccurring. You know, like it's not just the a thing that happens once a year. And you know, will it? to be a daily. Th- those programs are there. They are there. They are there. Listen, you name a program and I'll show you where the money is earmarked to go to us as a part of it. Well, what happens to that money though? If, if what happens land? to the money, what happens to the money is because we're not knowledgeable how to get it, it goes back to where it came from, mm. or no, or they use what's called the good faith effort. Good faith effort means we tried to find somebody, but we couldn't. So now we're gonna give it to who we want to. We're gonna give it to who we want to, and that's usually Becky with the good half. So, are these, so is this part of the discretionary fund that you talked about? Both discretionary and mandatory. Yeah. Listen, every dime spent in this country comes along with minority participation. Everything, everything mm-hmm. we do publicly, mm. everything got a minority goal in it. 
everything. Now, what's the purpose of having a minority goal in a project if you don't know how to get it out? Mm-hmm. So going to get certified ain't nothing. Are you qualified to get it out of the pile? That's the key. What, what's an example of some jobs that a person can like perhaps land a government contract where it doesn't take a high degree of education. Okay. Very good question. <clears throat> COVID. COVID. COVID-19 was just okay. yeah. rampant. People wouldn't even go to get no shots, go get tested or nothing. I recommended a couple of sisters in this town, and I'm not going to call their name, put a business together, and guess what they did? Went door-to-door knocking and convinced Miss Helen and her family to go take the test. And every time they did that, they got broke off. Mm. You ain't got to be no doctor. You ain't got to be none. All you got to do is be smart enough to know how to put the deal together. Contact tracing was a good uh, contract. A lot of stuff. Um, What's what's, what's our boy named Tad Foley? His son got a a van to ride around doing testing. Yeah. So there's a lot of things. You got to be innovative and creative. Yeah. You you follow me? Listen, almost everything in America got a public component to it. You just got to know your lane. Do you have to be, does your business have to be established for a certain amount of time? No, no, absolutely not. Listen, listen. If you're a minority, you broke. So the most important thing is, I'm broke. I ain't got no money. I need some help. But guess what? (laughs) Do you have the knowledge? <laughs> right. See, when, once you get the knowledge, you don't have that excuse no more. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we run out and start these businesses, but don't have the knowledge because we think, oh, I want to be a truck driver. I'm going to broker trucks out because I know my boy got two trucks. No, you got to know the game. You got to know the business. Being a minority don't say nothing about how much money you start out with. In fact, from zero to $1.32 million, you consider a minority as an individual. Mm-hmm. From zero to $23.98 million over a period of three years as a corporation, you consider a minority. So mm-hmm. whatever asset you can get between zero and $1.32 million before you get tapped out, it's where you need to be. Don't you want to be tapped out? Everybody ought to be tapped out at 1.3 million. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When you look at the grand scheme of things, 1.32 million ain't diddly. That's diddly. You give 33 million Americans, African Americans, 1.32 million. Now, how much money did it? Okay, back up. 33 million Americans. 33 million. You give them all $1 million. It's uh, 3.3 trillion. Okay, that ain't no money. All right. That's not a lot of money. 3.3 trillion. Yeah. That's not a lot of I money. That's right. That's, my oh, that's yeah. not a lot of money. Yeah. When, when Biden just signed a bill, look, the Corona, the care of that, they say ain't no money. How many people turned down the $1,400? How many people yeah. turned down the 1400 Zero. Everybody took the 14, huh? <laughs> yeah, so don't tell me you can't generate it. 
Now, it was spelled out black and white. If you did X, Y, Z, whatever, you're going to get $1,400 for you and $1,400 for the kids and all that other stuff. It's spelled out black and white. And that's how all the other money is. We just don't take the time to go to find out. I Let me t- they didn't give me the 1400 Well, I didn't get the 1400 My math was good. My math yeah. is good. So, so when you think about it, is that a lot of money? It's what a lot of money? $3 trillion. When you look at it like that, one point three two million. No, no, not if you break it up and get everybody one point three two million dollars. That ain't no bad. But how much? How many million? One point one million. Just say how many million. trillion? Saying that's what they need to give black What you said? Trillion? What I'm saying is to tap us out, to tap us out as minorities no more. Give everybody one point three two million dollars. I want the one point three and a leg and an arm from you, dirty low down muck. Man, it's for the ancestors, man. I'm, I, man, I get mad when I think about how they did us, bro. Like, and then still trying to do us, and then act like we don't deserve. Not still trying to do us. Like still people don't. They, 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 they trying to beat us. They, they, they like beating us on this paper now. They beating us on paper now. They beating us on the paper all the time. Like we didn't build this country, bro. We built this, man. It's nobody. Nobody in this country deserve more prosperity than black people. Nobody. Period. Point blank. Period. I agree. Right. Right. Man, boy, it run me hot, man. So now think about it. When you think about what you just said, over the last 30 years, maybe more than that, we've had black leadership. We've had black president. Ain't nothing changed. So until we change leadership in the mindset, we're going to still be doing the same thing over and over again because most people, like even with Barack, everybody, oh, black president. Me too. I want to see a brother president. I could not grow up and have my kids, my grandkids, and say, Papa, you didn't vote for Barack. <laughs> I, I couldn't ever have that on me. I but not only Barack. that, he was a sharp brother. You know, he yeah. wasn't no dummy. But still, at the end of the day, when you get in the driver's seat, baby, you got to drive. I, I look at it like, you know, that first that first uh term, yeah. I was like a lot of people like, okay, yeah. we're gonna try to take yeah, it easy because we gotta get gotta get in the second time yeah. around. You know, and you know, but second time, you know, second time come around, on, uh, you gotta come on with it. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you something, bro. Hey, if it go down, it go down, but they'd have to kill me, bro, because ain't no way I'd have sat back and played like played that game. Exactly. Man, I'm going in on them fools. All in. I'm going in. And those police officers, oh, they finna get it, bro. Well, well, let me go they, back they, to They're you, not gonna Willie. be riding around here just gunning my people down, bro, and think I ain't gonna act. Well, let me get back to you. Again, man, I, remember man, I said man, remember I said all earlier, those unions. Harvard, now I'm shaking it. I'm, see, it's a difference between a brother down, bro. that was educated at Harvard and one educated at TSU. See. We got to have some brothers that's from the hood that understand how it really, really go. Because right. most of the brothers that's leadership from Harvard, nothing against them. They good old boys. and They've been indoctrinated. Yeah, yeah all that. Yeah, they, they, they already been broke. Yeah. They've been broke from the rip. We need some that ain't been broken. We need some that's yeah. black for real. You know, we do. Man, man, ain't no way, bro. Like, put, man, I'm in office, bro. Look, bro. And I'm not finna have no beer with no food that called me, you know, out of my name or whatever. Like having a beer with these fools and I, man, exactly. all that old man, man, get up out of here with that, bro. Right, right. It's going down. Yeah, like, see, you don't me. have to go along to get along, and nah, that's what we man. do. We go along to get nah, along. It ain't, it's going down. We go along real, to bro. get along, 
And uh, until we uh, realize that the opposition ain't our friend, you know. Man, all these people got killed on Barack Watch, man. And most of these people, and the, and the killing just kept coming. Yeah. The killing, yeah. The, the killing just kept going, bro. Going and going and going and going and going. I'm, I'm not, man, I'm not with that inactivity, bro. Like, if you got the power, man, use it. Like, damn what everybody else think. That, you know, hey, l- l- look, uh, uh, Donald Trump was one of the worst human beings ever invented. And yeah. I say invented because he had, nobody could, he, he could not have been birthed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This dude was invented. Hatched. So, yeah. <laughs> hatched, exactly. <laughs> Easily one of the worst ever, yeah. ever, yeah. ever. But this dude decided that from day one, y'all don't like me and y'all don't like me. I don't like y'all. Y'all not going to vote for me anyway. Yeah. And no matter what I do, y'all not going to appreciate it. Right. So I'm just going to do, do me. Yeah, do me. I'm going to do me and I'm going to look out for the people that's voted for me. Exactly. That's me. Right. Like, man, if you ride for me, I ride for you. Right. If you love me, I love you. You hate me, I hate you. I don't give a damn what your nationality is, your ethnicity is, whatever. It right. don't matter. Right. Like, you ride for me, I ride for you. Right. These, yeah. yeah, these, this, this, this whole thing, man, all of this kumbaya stuff, man. And sometimes, man, you got to just put your foot down, man, and make it happen. Like, I, I'm, look, look, man, I'm a lover, not a fighter. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I you know, it, it, I'm a lover, not a fighter, man. Like, I, I like the idea of peace. I love that. Yeah. But, man, if we can't get along, let's we get along. We got to fight. Exactly. Exactly. And it's time to fight. It is time to fight. You know, let me tell you, people always tell me, well, Gary, where'd you radical? I'm not radical. I'm just tired of the riffraff. That's it. I mean, enough is enough and too much stink and ain't nothing changing. And the people that I elect to put in position to take care of me, how you going to take care of me if you don't know nothing? Mm. And then you ain't even willing to sit down and listen. Well, if you wasn't black, they'd call you a rebel, not a radical. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They'd be well, like rebel, because you know, rebel, like, like, you know, I'm like, that's that's a good thing, you know what I'm saying? That's somebody you know, riding they, with or whatever. Let me tell you something. They don't call me no rebel. No, you're way to go. No, no, what I'm saying, they don't because you're black. You know what? Let me tell you what they they call me everything but that, but they can't question my knowledge about what I do. And that's the part they get them. Because not only do I speak it, I can support it with the most important thing, and that is that's the, the law. Paperwork. Yeah. Right. The law. Everything I teach, I preach, I can support it with the law. And that's what it's about. You know, yeah. I, de- I developed a handbook called the 49er, the 49er. And it is the rules and regulations of basically how you get the money. Just that simple. And not only did I develop the, the handbook, I teach it. Now, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with us wanting economic wealth. We deserve that. We should get that. Right. And even if we hadn't gotten it in our day and time, we need to make sure that our kids get. Listen, I have a grandson, a nine year old grandson, a Wally. I'm going to do every damn thing I can to make sure him and his little homeboys got a shot at it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Did y'all hear what he said? Yeah. The man mm. said, I'm yeah. going to make sure, I'm going to do everything that I can to make right. sure that my son and. My grandson. And his, his boys home boys, have his a shot boys at got a shot at it. 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 They got a shot at it. And the only way they're going to have a shot at it, they got to know how to shoot. Huh. See, confidence is everything. If you knew better, you do better. You know, a lot a lot of the, the issue that we have is the people that do know better, when they get better, when they find, when they figure it out, when they get to the paper, 
Mm-hmm. They move away. They they they, they, they forget, move away. They forget and where they, they came never from. look back. They don't go back. back and help they don't the look back. They don't reach back. They look down they on you. Gone. They yeah. choom. Yeah, exactly. And, and to me, to me, I really do feel like they're a bigger issue than the regular person who don't know no any better, who who is uneducated yeah. and don't have a job. That's how. But I, I and I know for some of you out there who who got it like that, you would think you all of that. Uh, I know you think you're better than those people, but you're not. You're the problem. You're you're you you're, the you're a bigger problem because you know you better. You blocking shots, absolutely. You know. You're a shot blocker, exactly. and you know better. Running interference, absolutely on purpose. Low for down, your own dirty self. dog. Yes, yes. yes. Low Don't down, let the dirty one. dog. Listen, let me tell you something. Our opposition wouldn't be so raggedy if the ones who they had to deal with every day that looked like us told them straight up, "You raggedy." Let me tell you something. I have no problem at all. Remember what I said? Cussing our white folks, then they write me a check. When I say cursing them out, I don't mean calling them names. I mean speaking to them about the truth. Mm. And they don't like it. It feel like I'm calling them everything but a child of God, but I'm telling you the truth. And when I leave their office, they go and research and say, he right. See, truth trumps power. And if you don't like the truth, you don't have to like me. And one thing I learned is just because you don't like me and don't want to do business with me, thank you, but no thank you, but I'm going to tell you the truth because I refuse to accept peanuts to be a part of the party. I ain't going to do it. Yeah. And that's some truth for yo, you know what? Yeah. Let me, give me a box. I'll sleep under the box. But the God I serve said he going to look out for me. Just you look out for the people. Remember what I told you. Watering others automatically water me. So the deal that I cut with God, if I take care of Brad and Willie, you got me, that's a hell of a deal. I like that deal. All I got to do is look out for them. Huh. We look out for our people. I, 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 That's all I got to do. All I got to do, you mean tell me, God, all I got to do is look out for the other people and I'm straight. Huh. So the more I can look out for right. you, God got me. And he rewards me for every time I do something good. And guess what? Every day I do something good. Huh. Every day. I live to do something good. That's what I live for. Because if you got a zillion dollars, once you get a double meat hamburger and a, some french fries and a drink, what you going to do with the rest of the money till the next time you need to spend some? That's all I need right now. We're a lot alike in the, in the regards that I'd rather eat crumbs with bombs than steaks with snakes. Exactly. You know. Why do, why, why, why do we need to do that? And again, our opposition only do this because we allow them to do it. They just do it because we ain't putting up no resistance. Mm-hmm. No fight. No. And the ones we, like I say, elect to put in positions, they ain't going to do nothing. They just want to go along to get along. Go along to get along. And I am not that kind of dude, bro. Yeah. I ain't got to get along with squabble. you. I must, you ain't got to like me. I wanna you fight. don't have to like me. Just respect me. And, I, and I'll tell you something else, Gary, since we're talking about elected officials. I think that's something that we need to make sure that we look out for when we are deciding if we want to take part in the political process and we're going to back somebody. I think that we need to make sure that before we select somebody and say, I'm going to put my resources behind you, yeah, my money, you know, my support, my reputation, I think we need to make sure that that person has a track record of already doing good in the hood. Doing stuff, yes. You can't just pop up out of nowhere and tell me all these great things that you're going to do if you don't have a track record already. And this is one of the things that, problems that people had that that voted for Donald Trump had, the people that were no teeth in their mouth in the trailer parks. when They thought that because Trump was a millionaire, they was going to be a millionaire. I'm like, look, man, if Trump 
if Trump loved you and cared about you, he's been sitting on money all, all of his life. Yeah. Where is his track record for doing something people. for yeah. you in the Trump past? He's never Trump. done anything for you in the past. What makes you think yeah. once he becomes president, he's going to do something Trump for you? Trump helps Trump and his people. And again, everybody knows that's who he is. You know, people ask me, well, what if Trump, if I was Trump boy, me and him was cool, he pulled a look out for me. I have no problem with Trump looking out for his boys so long as it's legal and legit. And we should have the same attitude in our community. So long as it's legal and legit, right. look out for your boy. And guess what? When the opposition said, but why you did it for Willie D? That's my boy. And it's legal and legit. You ain't got to like it. Vote me out. Right. Because when I vote, when you vote your boy in, he's supposed to do what he's supposed to do for you because it's legal and legit. Now, if you're doing undercover and wrong stuff, you don't need to be there. And guess what? Anything done in the dark come to the light sooner or later. If you're doing it in the dark, it's going to come to the light. It's going to come to the light. So you think you're getting away, but you ain't going nowhere. And until we start understanding that, public officials is public servants. They're supposed Mm. to serve us. Mm. You know, you walk around like almighty. I wish I would bow down to you. For what? For what? You work for me. Right. (laughs) You work for me. Your money, your check you get, I paid you, player. And if I pay you, I need you to do something for me. Boy, boy, boy. And that's the truth. Yeah, I need you to do something for me. Gary, man, I really do appreciate you coming on the show, man. Anytime, bro. Man, it's it's been an enlightening experience. Gave up a bunch of game, and I know you got some more game to give. What's the name of the website? Listen, M-W-D-B-E Academy. M, Minority. W Woman, D Disadvantaged Business Enterprise Academy. Free, F-R-E-E. I teach a 32-hour class four times a year to any business. I prefer African-American. Don't get it twisted now, I do. Mm-hmm. But if it happened to be some white folks want to get in, come on down, the water is fine. Because when you teach one, more learn. Mm-hmm. And it's all about teaching. One thing I've learned about this particular lane, public sources, we don't have a clue. We don't know where the money comes from. You can even ask a lot of public officials uh, how this project was funded. They don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. They just know it's funded. And so until you understand where the money comes from and the terms and conditions that go along with the money, you're going to be stuck like Chuck. Fam, W-M-W-M-W-D-B-E Academy. Academy.com. Right. Look it up. Contact Gary and he gets you hooked up. You dig what I'm saying, fam? Until next time, no more talk. Peace out. Peace. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.